Welcome to Slacker Motor Radio with Brad and Addison. Based out of the Pacific Northwest, we're talking motorcycles in the motorcycle community, and we're excited to have this hour with you. Here we go. Hey, Slackers, how you doing? Brad? How do we normally start this thing? I don't know, but I think this is going to be a good episode. I'm kind of excited, but we had a pretty good weekend. It was a very good weekend, as far as I'm concerned, as well as a good week. And I think we're feeling so positive because it's looking like spring. Oh, that is definitely a positive. I've got to tell you, despite being frigid this morning, it was still fun to ride in. Uh, I think the time change, the, uh, the daylight savings time always kills me, man. Yeah, I'm tired. But... The, the bright and sunny weather makes it feel okay. I know, but it made the ride in for you colder and darker. That is true. So how was true. it? Was it was there less people on the road today? Everybody sleeping in? Mondays are usually pretty slim, so it was pretty Monday-like. We'll see how tomorrow goes. Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Mondays, for some reason, everybody rolls in when they want, and then Fridays. So Mondays and Fridays are always easy to get into work. Okay. Going home on Fridays is a different game. That's about the only time I ever stress about traffic is Friday afternoons. But I think that's for most people that commute to work. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. It didn't seem bad. I, I imagine a lot of people were rolling in when they felt like it. Yeah. The weather was terrible. I mean, it was almost freezing fro- fog. Yeah, It yeah. might have been. I mean, my well, temp gauge on the on the dash was showing 30, uh, 32. So it's very likely that the fog I was going through was frozen before it hit me. I had grass sickles in my lawn. So oh, yeah. That makes my sense. house was – the roofs were white. Yeah. I decided to ride anyway. I thought about it, and I was like, you know, the roads are going to be out. So you're going to ride all week, then? That's the plan. Is it? That's the plan. It did look like maybe it was going to be a decent week. I think tomorrow is supposed to be a little bit warmer in the morning, but a lot warmer in the afternoons. So I'm hoping to get in early tomorrow so I can leave right on time and yeah. take the long way home. Maybe I'll ride in tomorrow, too. You should. Uh, but I can't. Maybe this has to do with your weekend. Ooh, that would be fun. Yeah. That would be fun, but it isn't fun? No. Uh, Nobody right. knows what we're talking about. Well, I assumed maybe you could ride in tomorrow because you fixed your bike this weekend? No, I didn't work on that bike. But but we both worked on a mini bike. Oh, hold on. Whoa. There's a lot more information before we just dive friggin' in. Oh, teaser. We'll come back to that later. Such a tease. Okay, sorry. Um, What else did you do this weekend, Brad? Uh, It was a pretty lame all weekend other than Friday night. That's all what right. I was going to get into Had a that. good Friday. We didn't yeah. do much else motorcycle related? No, no. Oh, man. You should have come to Latest with me. Oh, how did that go? It yeah. was an incredible lack of information and confusion. No, no one way. knows what's going on. What the bikes are deep discounted. I will say that. If you're looking for a brand new Triumph, head to Latest. Okay. We're not paid to say this, but I was surprised by the pricing. Okay. Turns out everything that they've got is 2019. So there was a lot of confusion from the salesman, service desk, and parts department as to whether this liquidation was just 2019 stuff or they're not bringing Triumph back. So it was not confirmed, despite how I thought it would be. Wait, wait, wait. You said it was... all Triumph liquidation. That's all you saw. You didn't actually see a statement other than the liquidation. Other than that they were liquidating all Triumph equipment. Right, because we talked about this the other week, right? Yes. About how you had a one-to-one conversation with a guy that said the latest was going to be... That was under the impression... Getting rid of Triumph... That, at that yes. dealership location. And getting there, I don't know that that's true yet. It definitely looks that way as every single bike was at a price to sell. To sell, 
Man, I gotta make sure I get that sale, right. Sell. No, it, the sale price was a price to sell, right? Sally they were trying to get it going. Seashells at the seashore. And I will say that the prices were good. I mean, you could get a 2019 Scrambler 1200 for it was under 13 grand. Okay, so what do they go for? 16.5. Really? Oh, I mean, that's it, pretty good. if you're looking to get the new one, you're not going to do much better out the door. All right. Well, is there any difference between the 2019-2020? And no. And that's what I mean. So if you're okay. looking to get it, that, that their prices are good. And it leads me to believe that they are liquidating, but I couldn't get it to no get anyone to there? confirm it. No TFCs. Um, they had a, a street triple. Man, the new ones are nice. The 765s are cool. Yeah, yeah. A little Did more comfortable. Uh, it's a much better bike. Didn't ride. I mean, I got on it. Kids jumped on everything they could. Holy crap, right? So the plan was to go get... I needed, <laughs> I needed bobbins for the bike. Okay. I need to be able to get, clean my I chain. I know you need your bobby pins. I'm, yep. a, uh, I'm a chain freak. Yep. I cleaned it anyway, the hard way, rolling it up and down the driveway, but because the bobbins are not in stock. And when you say up and down the driveway, yours is at an incline, so it's up and down. Well, I was at the top of the driveway moving back and forth, but cleaned it anyway this weekend because I can't live with a dirty chain, but uh, went and ordered the bobbins, and the plan was to take 10 minutes at latest, get that, and then head to the library with the kids. They can do what they want, play, pick out some books, have fun at the library. We enjoy the library. They spent an hour and a half at latest. They sat really? on every bike they could. And nobody cared. Nobody seems to care. I mean, that's that's the point, right? They Usually people get excited when little kids... I was there helping. I didn't let them just go nuts. Yeah. It's not like the auto show where I'm like, go break stuff. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's this crazy is, <laughs> still, but... <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> this is where I'm like, no, I teach them to get on the right side, swing the leg over the back, right? They know the rules, and they know they don't get on a bike without my help. Right. So they're they're good and careful, and people see that, but they love that kids are getting on bikes, right? Yeah, yeah. It keeps that excitement going. I love taking them to the bike shop. They never really want to go that bad, but they also, once we get there, never want to leave. <laughs> they want to make sure they've sat on every bike there, Yeah. which I'm usually okay with. So I was fine with that. Okay. Um, I had a good time, ordered some parts. I basically had to pay full price for parts. It was just bikes that were on sale. So I don't know what's going on. I'm going to keep an eye out, though, because if... Uh, if parts start going on sale, I'm going to buy a couple of oil filters at a discount price. Because you can't use anything but oil. Eh, they're generally about the same price as a good motorcycle oil filter. So, the the filters were never that much more. It was everything else. Gaskets, everything else. Triumph is pretty much redonkulous. I'm finding that an 09, because everything's been in production long enough, it's dropped prices. And I actually found online, this is a little side note. I was looking through some OEM or slash aftermarket, basically some Triumph only distributors online, mm-hmm. and you can see that there's a clear cut about 2011 that the 09 prices started to drop. Really? And you can see in 2017, I think it was, there was a straight cut in price. Like there, it went from, you know, the uh, I don't know. Let's pick a part. I can't remember what I was looking at. I was looking at uh, handlebar risers. Something simple. Chain it wasn't guards. risers. It was, uh, oh, it was exhaust. I was looking at the Aero exhaust. So it's not oh. factory, but it's through Triumph, sells the factory aftermarket upgraded exhaust, okay. right? Okay. And yeah, they were $800 in 2017. As of 2018, went down to 550 Really? So, so there was a deep a discount. I didn't because I still, that's more than I want to spend on a bike that's just fine stock. No, no, no. We'll see. You say that this I'm year. I'm falling in love with the bike. I will say that I'm more and more getting into making it mine for a lot longer period of time than just a couple you years. You need to slacker moto it, man. You I can't do. just sit here and have a stock bike. It, yeah, I've got you haven't even taken stock. and done anything with the mirrors, and that's driving me nuts. Yeah, that's on the list. But 
I'm not spending money on it, man. I'm not spending money on it. I almost just pulled the mirrors. Well, pull the mirrors. And just risked it on the outlaw without mirrors. But I use them. I thought about it, and I was like, I do use my mirrors fairly often. I like to know who's behind me and around me. I think I would have anxiety right, without yeah, them. Yeah. So it's important to have mirrors. It is. It, it is. That's what I, the real the reality of it was that that form isn't worth removing. Just duct the tape them to your gloves. Yeah, I think no one be... can see what I'm doing, but I'm fanning my hands out in a very awkward fashion, as though I'm looking behind me through the back of my hand. Anyway, that, I, I'm I think sure it's that a great translates idea. really well. Into I think the it's a great idea, and then they're not on the bike because all that matters is what it looks like when it's just sitting That's there. That's true. Uh, it's not terrible. I'm surprised. I think we should. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna sell these. We're gonna have some slacker moto gloves. Yeah, just yeah, have yeah. super cheap. Uh, they won't be duct tape. They'll be gaffers tape. Yeah, su- it'll look it'll look it'll a little better be black than what you black. imagined. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It'll be super cheap uh, drugstore mirrors. Yeah, tape, dollar store mirrors taped to the back of super cheap gloves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No guarantee. I'll sign it. I'll sign it. You know, so it'll be worth something. Yeah, that's awesome. I do. I don't hate the idea. It's absolutely stupid, which is what makes it funny. But yeah, anyway, went there, had fun uh, doing that. Also, decided that got home. The weather's been so good this week, and Sunday it really got beautiful. Okay, it's continuing through the week. Ended up giving the bike a full bath, cleaning the chain. Kind of just decided to get back into taking care of it. Yeah, because the last time I looked at it, that chain was gross, man. It's what everybody else's looks like. And yeah, it was like, fine. compared to yours, it might have been still cleaner, but uh, yours now sh- should be clean, right? You got it just dipped in oil, right? It's just sitting in the old engine oil. No. Oh man, that's the easiest way to clean a chain. That's what I do with the dirt bikes. No, I, no. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm oh, not. I'm not. Bad. Addison. I'm sorry. But uh, yeah, now it's it's clean again. We're good. You'll look at it on the way out. Mm-hmm. Take a look. Okay. Mine's actually sitting in water. I figured that would be a good, you know, it's all water. That sounds right. right. I assume all of your engine parts you just left in water, in yeah. salt water. Yeah. yeah. Salt water, maybe through, you know, steel and aluminum water. together. Yeah. And the extra DI you were going to use for your coolant system, you just left all your parts in it? Yeah, yeah. Just throw the antifreeze into it. Might as well. Wrong. Just mix it all together. Oh, it's man. Very luby. You scare me, man. You scare me. <laughs> Nonetheless, I had a good moto weekend, but to your point, it all started Friday night. Yeah. So what did you do Friday night, Brad? And what did we do Friday night? I know. But... So, so both of us, as well as a couple other guys, got together and put together a mini bike. So the question you may be asking is, why did we build a mini bike? Hold on. Wait. I don't what? care about that. Why? What's a mini bike? What's a mini bike? Well, Not all of our listeners. Why don't know. you explain it if you're going to put me on the spot? Wow, really deflecting. I am. You're aggressive today. I'm sorry. Or maybe I was aggressive and you're defensive. Sorry, Who cares? No, sorry. Okay. Nonetheless, mini bike is just that a smaller bike with, at least in this case, a pull start motor. Yeah. Right? So this I don't has... think that that's really a requirement. Let's say 19 inch wheels or 19 inch with the tires. Can we say that as a mini bike? And in most cases, they are solid frame, no suspension. In okay. most cases, we're talking like older Coleman's, which are still reproduced today. Uh, in the same fashion, the little Coleman mini bikes. Okay, yeah. They're basically yep. just hard tail, hard front end, a little uh, wedge seat, a little triangle wedge seat, and a 100 to 300 cc lawnmower engine stuffed in the middle of it. Yeah, so a little mini trail bike. Sure. I'm just saying that we're, I'm trying to... wide tires, 8-inch tires. Sure. 
but uh, talking... I'm trying to differentiate this from like a pocket bike. Correct, and that, that's that's why I asked you what a mini bike you what you mean by that because it's not like a little pocket bike. It's not a little 50 cc Weisinger. Right. It's meant for adults to be on a tiny, underpowered. Well, it's still not that tiny. In fairness, They're, it's right. a pretty good sized bike. Yeah, yeah, and I think a Weisinger would work for this. They would. It might even put out more power than what we're doing <laughs> thus far. That'll change. We'll get into that. Okay. okay. But uh, nonetheless, just a small, this is a solid frame, hardtail. The one we've got does have a front suspension, at least, telescopic forks. Um, but otherwise, it, it's basically just that, a big, big frame with a... So what we ended up going with on this for the motor, right, is a Predator 212. So it's solid rear end with front telescopic forks with a Predator 12 in the middle. Harbor Fright. Yep. Set up with a CVT and then chain drive back to the rear tire. Yeah. That's basically all it is. Pretty simple. It is. Pretty basic. But was it that way to build? You know, <laughs> it was It was interesting. I think that I had the expectation that it would be a few hours. And not that it was a whole lot longer than that, but... What do you think? Was it, I think it was end up being five hours of me being there from start to finish. I think that Ben had already completed a little bit of work because we started at about 5 p.m. and we finished at 10. So it wasn't yep. really that crazy. We stood around, we BSed a little bit, we did a couple runs to the store, but the big issue with it was the lack of instructions. And we're all nuts because we work at a place where Torque torque specs are important, and we don't just throw things together. That the lack of torque specs kind of slowed us down too, and trying to I think overcomplicated at times, as yeah, well. Yeah, lack of instruction. Maybe we knew too much. I've I've assembled and removed engines and whatever else from dirt bikes for years. Yeah, and this is basically just a small hard tail dirt bike, right? And it just it the wasn't clear what went where. Right, and depending on where you got your instructions, because they didn't come with. The bike. So we were downloading different versions, and depending on what you were looking at, some had some parts, others didn't. And if you went by the most complicated one, we wouldn't have had enough hardware to match. Yeah. Or the right hardware to match. Well, it said rubber gaskets and weird stuff at random times, so I don't know what all of that was regardless. But you end up with this bag of washers and nuts and bolts. An and Ikea bag of hardware. Yes, but the IKEA instructions at least tell you you have this many of this fastener and you will learn where they're going to go. In this case, it says, oh, you install the front fender, let's say. And sure, you got M6x16. Sure, okay, but there's different types of heads and, well, there's not enough to actually use that for the seat, the fenders, the the clutch cover, the, it was everything, right? So it was it was just interesting. Small space, that probably didn't help. Yeah, we weren't using a, a very large shop space at the time. Well, it was a decent-sized garage, but it's got a lot of other projects in yes. it. And I'm not trying to talk that down. Oh, no. But uh, it definitely, with four guys, two we pizzas, into each other pretty hard. you know, that was, that was pretty tight to be able to all actually be doing something while you're there. Now, if it had been a full-size vehicle, I feel like we would have been spread out a little bit. Right. To some extent, we could have worked on, somebody could have worked on the rear axle and been out of the way. You really couldn't get on the ground and be um, around this thing. Uh, We did use a Kirby as our our motorcycle stand. So that was kind of interesting. Got it off the ground, at least. Finally became more stable because we were using a chair before that. But we started off 
with a uh, Detroit Locker box for... Uh, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I got in after we switched out the cardboard box that must have been collapsing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... <laughs> it's not, uh, I mean, it's not heavy, but it's not light. No, well, you start putting a couple tires on I mean. it, and yeah, it was getting interesting. But it was actually a lot of fun, a lot, really exciting. We all had a deadline, like we wanted to see it run, right? That was but a big we, goal. Run and run in such... Run and ride. Run and ride was important. Because we could have just and it put was some all oil in the foreseeable. I mean, there wasn't that many parts. It was just finding out what went where, what hardware to use, and then just putting it together and trying not to overcomplicate it. And I think we did really good, actually. Five hours does not seem that crazy. It feels like we could have done it in three. I still yeah. think three was a good, you know, considering you're not building the motor, you take the motor out of the box yeah. and you set it down on the frame. That's basically all it was. Yes, that's all it is. There's yeah. four bolts. We tried to make overcomplicate that and put some grommets in that, which may be a good idea or not. The relationship between the CVT-driven pulley and the CVT-driving pulley might be off right now, but we'll find that out. We get to get to we get to tweak it a little bit moving so forward. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it was a lot of fun. Um, it definitely made me want to build another one. Just just the assembly process was definitely the fun part. Yeah, yeah. Um. I think riding it will be fun, but I think we'll get into why we're building it. Yeah. I think it'll get old after a few hours. Yeah, there's some things that got to get taken <laughs> care of, man. That throttle, but, like to your point when we were looking at it, that was that's tight. That's very yeah. rough. I and that say. so that would be, I guess, the only other thing too is out of the box, there are a handful of components that are either not tuned quite right or you know need to be replaced with a little higher quality. Right. Um, the throttle was definitely one. The throttle's pretty sticky, and then it's still a debatable whether... Yeah, what are the biggest negatives that we saw looking at this? Uh, I think negative-wise, really the only thing that would be a showstopper on the build is probably the throttle. The throttle? The tires are surprising. Not saying that it's horrible, but I'm surprised that they're not knobbies. They're more of an ATV tire. I'm wondering how yeah, that's going to really play out. Yeah, but the pa- yeah, it's just going to be different. You're thinking more of like an aggressive golf tire, golf cart tire, little square knobs. These these are rectangular knobs, more paddle style knobs on those tires. Yeah, they're V, V tire tread pattern, but I just don't know how that's going to work out. It's a little bit different than what I would expect for a motorcycle two-wheeled bike. Uh, the front headlight wasn't attachable, kind of a weird So, and thing. I was looking at the kit, it doesn't ever show a headlight. So, I, so if that's the case, then it's just a bonus that you received it. The harness that came with it that has no information whatsoever on how or what it is and connects to or anything like that. Maybe if you had the actual motor that was made for this bike a while ago, uh, that would mean something. But it uh, seemed pretty useless. Um, I know, how'd the kill switch feel? Was it quality? Is it going to last? Pretty chintzy. Yeah. Real plastic. And not the nice kind. So so there's a few things that I'm a little bit worried about long term. Did they make do they break the bike? No. I think the throttle, to your point, is the only thing that really needs to be addressed. Throttle's not runnable for long periods of time. And a good kill switch. Getting the kill switch hooked up needs to happen. We so didn't I, finish there, but I think it wouldn't be fairness, too hard. In fairness, I'm looking at replacing the throttle. And I was looking at a kit that actually the the throttle I'm looking at right now has a attached kill switch that's just a button kill right you don't have to do this flip-flop switch swap whatever garbage that could get stuck in one way or the other Mm -hmm. 
I just want a push button, then it opens the circuit, kills the bike. Okay, yeah. Right, simple, simple. It's the same kind of thing that's at the bottom, right? Just switch it over. Should be able to wire into that really easily. So I I think we'll just go with a two-wire on-off kill switch without the switch. It'll just be a push-button kill. Super easy to do. We'll go with that route. So momentary? Yeah. Okay. And then... uh, and then it'll also include a much smoother throttle assembly. Mm-hmm. We'll go through that and clean it up as well to try to, you know, lube, lubricate the line and make sure that the throttle is about as clean as we can be. I think throttle modulation is going to be a big game changer for both safety as well as ability to kind of mitigate, you know, following distance and things like that. If we want to be able to pass out of a corner and, and really use what little torque and speed it's going to have, right? It's still just a mini bike with a CVT. Yeah. If we want to take advantage of all the gains we're trying to put into it, mm-hmm. I think throttle response is going to have to be very smooth. Yeah, there's a lot of opportunities to just take it to the next level and kind of fine-tune it, clean it up a little bit. And uh, I'm kind of excited for that part of it because there's not a lot going into this uh, investment-wise. I mean, it's not our motorcycle. Somebody else it's bought not. this. Someone else bought it, and we're helping put it together and, and being involved in it. And We'll invest probably a little bit into it uh, just as part of um, knowing that we're going to be all using this and I'm not having to put any money in. Yep. So I'm okay with putting putting some uh, dough down for some minor either performance parts or tuning parts. But uh, it's it's uh, it's pretty interesting, pretty fun. I It's just finding the time to get together on the weekends That's or the at a location to do the testing. I know we talked about going out to my place, but I mean, what is this all for? It's like there should be an event that we're getting prepared for. You'd think there would be. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I hear in a couple months, there's going to be a gambler 500. Do you think we could use it for something like that? No, no. I think it's just for us to, to share, right? Everybody gets a month with it throughout the year. Yeah. I only get an hour. Cause if I have it for more than that, I'm going to break it. I, that's my fear with this race. So to Brad's point, <laughs> the whole point of this is we've got a buddy who really wants to participate on his own team. Uh, basically team manager for uh, an enduro team on a hundred mile mini bike race. Oh yeah. So it's called, it's the gambler 500 mini enduro. Uh, It's part of the gambler 500, which is a race located here in the Northwest. Uh, The basic race is actually a car race, a vehicular race. Uh, And the whole point of it is to get from point A to point B, which is a fair number of miles um, on the, the vehicle side, I don't have all the 100% details, but it's a pretty long race through Oregon. Uh, it's both timed and you get bonus points for the number of bags of garbage you pick up through. So the, really the point of it is a large, organized, competitive trail cleanup. This is cars. Why are you talking about cars? Nobody the cares about is. the Gambler 500 right now. That's we're the talking Gambler about 500. We're talking about the mini bike enduro. Now, to make it more accessible, the team that brought that to us also brings us the mini bike enduro, where they rent out an OHV track. The Oregon Dirt Park in Primeville, Oregon. So in Primeville, they rent out that OHV park, and basically for a day and a half. So you get there Friday. You have the opportunity to kind of test run the track kind of get get some trials in and make sure any last minute tweaking for elevation or whatever else can be done mm-hmm. and then saturday all day because it's a mini bike on a five mile course starts at 10 a.m at 10 a.m you start riding and based on our calculations with mini bikes on a five mile course we're looking at roughly 18 minutes well that was one guy 
Yeah. First lap, which would have been a little tough because starting off, there's a lot of bikes on the line. and That's fair. And dusty and just having so to kind of deal with whatever's going minutes, on. Yeah. a lap. So, I mean, let's just say 20 with pits and stops and whatever else needs to happen just there's to be safe. There's plenty of porta-potties, they say. We're looking... <laughs> that's important. <laughs> We're looking at... Uh, although, after riding a mini bike with a hardtail for, you know, seven hours straight, you may not need one for a few days. Okay. That's fair. But... Uh, <laughs> The, uh, yeah, we're looking at probably anything. seven hours of racing. Yeah, that's gonna be that's pretty crazy. So, what's the benefit out of all of this? I mean, what do you what what's why would somebody do this? Why are we doing this for funsies? It. I mean, it sounds like fun, but I mean, we're talking a hundred miles on something that isn't. I mean, these are this is a long day of just riding, no suspension. On the roads don't look too crazy, but they're a little rough. There's going to be some technical areas of it, and maybe some people can get on here and uh, give us some comments on on how their experience has been with it. I mean, we're noobs in this. I know the guy that's putting this together for us has done it once before, but uh, why why are we doing this? Because it's fun. Well, is there a better reason? We love bikes. I I know. So I but what do we do? We just want to do it, or do we are we competing? Are we doing this to actually have the best? Time because there's some different classes that they're going to have prizes for the winners. So they've got the small frame, they've got box stock governed at 3600 RPM, they've got no suspension, front suspension, full suspension, and then uh, big block, solo male, and solo female. Which I don't quite understand the solo male and solo female because you have to have a team of two. Yeah, yeah, I haven't figured that one out either. So I saw that there was a question on that on their website, but they probably never checked that. So um, nobody has responded to what that actually means this year. Uh, I can't imagine riding seven hours on on this, even though it sounds kind of fun, but not. It would be deadly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just think, if we're taking turns, I mean, you're going to be sitting there for an hour waiting to ride again. That's my one, I don't know if concern's the right word, but it will be, it's very true that basically you're going to run 20 minutes, depending. So we're also talking about doing two laps each. Yeah. Which now doubles that time in between. Sure. Right? So where you're now looking at two hours, you ride for 40 minutes straight, and then sit for two hours. Yeah, over two hours, yeah. Yeah. Depending on what's going on for pits or whatever else. And you got to be there sure. every 40 minutes to help with pits or if something else happens sooner. Right. But otherwise, there will be a lot of downtime. This is, I, I don't know, I can't even imagine, what are people doing at this event? I, are they just sitting around drinking? I mean, I know that, that we're, that's, we're going to take this maybe a little bit more seriously to that. We'll probably have some Dr. Pepper or something like that there because I just know that we will. But Oh, yeah. But, I mean, it's I'm worried that, that people are just, are they just sitting there or just drinking it up this whole time i can't imagine i think you you would i mean you would never make it through the race it is competitive enough or at least technical enough that you'd have to be pretty coherent I mean, we've seen we've seen what last year's lap looked like and it it definitely wasn't you know something you could do in your sleep by any means without going down hard and really hurting yourself um, I that's a great question, man. I don't know what we do in the off time other than sit and read a book. Yeah, because I doubt there's signal. There's probably not going to be much uh, TV internet going on. You know, a lot of time to kind of sit and reflect on life. Yeah, it's a good thing this Maybe thing is free. Maybe we should free. bring another bike. It's to build. free. Oh, we build the bike there. 
you do a video do and a live watch build. It. If somebody wants to sponsor this, I think that'd be awesome. We would do that. I, I would right. build it while we're there. Build another bike whilst we're there. Yeah. Have it start up before the end of the race and start doing wheelies around, right? I think that'd be great. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. But it is a free event, which is pretty awesome. So if anybody's interested in checking this out, definitely check out, uh, what is it called? Minibikegambler.com to be able to get a little bit more information. Check out the rules. Kind of interesting, actually, when you start walking through it. And uh, we'll definitely be there. So if you're going to be there, give us a shout out and be looking for us. Come look for us. We'll have a copy of Cabin in the Woods waiting for you. Yes. Is this our <laughs> next big event? Is that what's going to go out? That's probably the next big event we'll both be at. Here. We should it's, give it's it to the winner. The away. first person that gets super excited about winning, they get that book. I think that we should give it to them. And yes. Although we did promise it to somebody else. I'm That's sorry. We're talking. So we're talking, what, May 16th? May 16th. So it's not far away. Yes. Cut two months away. And then, uh, yeah, basically you show up with these mini bikes. Brad mentioned the different classes. Really the only hard and fast rules are that it has to be pull start. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's really the only rule. There's some safety tech issues, right? you got to have a, a kill switch and a couple other things on the bike. But otherwise, you just have to be a pull start mini bike. I know. I'm looking forward to it. I know we're going to be tuning, so we'll keep you guys posted as we continue to take it out and play around. We're talking about doing some performance uh, modifications to the engine, doing intake, airbox, exhaust, and then you start looking at this and you're going, ah, well, how much more do you want to go with it? You want to open it up so that way the governor can, uh, your max RPMs change, get a little bit more speed out of it, change your torque curve a little bit, so... Uh, we haven't quite decided how that's going to play out, but I know there's going to be a little bit of CVT tuning on that. I'm kind of looking forward to that. I guess that's kind of the area that I've been bequeathed or bestowed for this project. Yes. Interesting word choice. Yes. What are you going to be question working on? earlier, oh. there was a lot of talk on you know, whether we'll be competitive. I think the, the intention is to be competitive. The intention is to have a hot enough bike that we can at least keep up. But I think the, you know, the killer, it seems to be, with everyone that starts, is being able to make a full 100 miles. Mm-hmm. That seems Which to be... I mean, that's a lot, but it doesn't seem like it's that much either. In an abusive environment like that, it can be. Just running straight. Especially, like you're running, generally, yard most people for... are running, you know, pod filters. They gum up pretty quick. You know, you really got to be on it. You got to use your pits to clean out the filter. I mean, I think it'd be advantageous for us to have a spare filter. Every four minutes, just switch, clean the old one on the off time. Yeah, somebody, I mean, I'm sitting there for two hours. I might as well do something. That's what I'm saying. Have a few things that we can be working on after switching it out in the pits. Um, but they're, uh, you know, that's the plan. We'll see where we're at right now. We're looking moderately good, just box stock. Yeah. Right? Our, our top speed thus far is looking about 30 miles per hour. Yeah. That's not terrible that's for not. a box stock mini bike. With no rear suspension. <laughs> that's kind of the point is, you know, all this conversation about getting a higher top speed, more horsepower, more horsepower. But I think the trick is going to be at lower speeds getting right. torque to the ground. Well, I think one of the biggest things that we're going to start being uh, conflicted with is if we do a lot of modifications and we get those RPMs up, we really don't need to be able to go to a theoretical 83 miles an hour. I mean, really, that's just not practical. Even if no. that ends up being 50 miles an hour, I think to your point, we'd end up changing the gearing. I don't think we would. And, and 
there's a lot of benefit though in doing that, you know. Uh, so I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of excited. This is this is fun because it's relatively cheap. I mean, somebody else bought the bike, but even if we were the ones <laughs> For doing us, this, it's easy to say that, isn't it? Well, but even if we were the ones that bought it. You can put another few hundred bucks into it, and there's a lot of things that you can do to this. Realistically, for $1,000, you've got a bike you are custom building, and you can ride and have a fun time with it. Yeah, because I think he's $659 into this so far. Ended up buying this, um, bought the motor at Harbor Freight, like we said. The kit came from, oh man, I'm running a blank from it, gopowersports.com. So, and I think the kit was about $500, bucks, 60 $70 for shipping, $100 for the motor, or something along those lines. And sounds it, about right. And uh, so not a whole lot going into it, and he's got a bike that he can ride. I mean, this well, the way I mean, it is right now would just be fun just to go out if we all had it. And, and in finishing, you'd be top 50. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think it would have hundred. any issues. A few debates on how it should be broken, oil life, and and such like that. But uh, I, think, I think we're going to end up doing at least one or two oil changes. Oh, During the event as well. I think we should. Yeah. Yeah. A couple oil changes. I mean, air filter. I mean, we're using fuel. a Rotella T4, which I think is good. It's a good fit for it. Uh, a little bit higher zinc, but just a well-known, reputable, you know, four-stroke oil. So I think that should be good. It's probably, yeah, nicer than we need. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just depends, but... Uh, but it'll be it'll be just fine. Yeah. yeah. For what we have. for wet clutch. We're not running that. Anymore. I mean, it uses... What what the, what was it? Half a quart. It was half a quart. Yeah, like five hundred milliliters. Yeah. Yeah. So. Of of oil, so it's not like it's going to cost you a fortune either. It should be easy enough. I think uh, <laughs> getting distracted in here, but they, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be fun. I, I think to the the point that I'm thinking of it is it's going to be competitive. We're going to have a riot time. We're going to have a good time testing it. We're going to get it tuned. We're going to get it set up. We're going to be excited. We're going to get there. We're each going to run two laps, maybe the next set of two laps. And we're going to be pretty much burned out. All right. I know. We could start doing... And then the second half of the race, we're just going to be wanting to finish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and that might have been part of the reason why the team that Ben was on last year did one lap each is just so that way you're not sitting around you're continuously doing something but uh i we're there we're pretty competitive i think that we're going to push it i know that we're going to be around some other people that are very competitive so it's going to be interesting i've never done this and i'm kind of excited i'm worried about getting the bug knowing that i've got enough projects as it is i really don't need to buy one of these kits and be building my own but man that if there was one thing that we were all talking about was how tempting it was upon completing the first one that to we go built. get another one yeah 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 it's very tempting uh somebody's just... already named theirs and i don't even know if they're gonna have it anytime soon so this one is called fire crotch from what i understand <laughs> is this true i thought that was a joke i still don't know that i can get behind this but... uh, I, he never changed it so i'm assuming it's fire crotch so we're gonna be riding fire crotch and uh somebody else uh, may or may not be purchasing a bike in the near future and calling it Lily, so he'll be riding Lily, but not for the event. Yeah. So, Sounds like for some of the test runs and other things, he's hoping to have it. Yeah, he's really excited about getting a Hemi. But that's which I true. thought was pretty hilarious. That's true. I mean, there are two different motors that you can get at Harbor Freight, the Hemi motor as well as the uh, standard clone from the GX200. So, anyway, 
it's uh it's pretty exciting we'll keep you posted yeah there'll be a lot of news coming in through there and and a lot of uh updates as we kind of get through get closer i mean it's only a couple months away so we got to move at a fairly good pace on this um but we're gonna build in five hours i'm not too worried about it but i but i get it i get it sorry but at the same point we got to get out test it we got to make sure you know make some tweaks test it again if we want to be competitive we got to put some work into it full rabbit full bunny hop (laughs) okay if you want to ride it full bunny hop you bunny rabbit bunny rabbit bunny rabbit and baby turtle okay right no i know nonetheless (laughs) it's gonna be fun now this week we're gonna be riding. You're right? gonna be riding. You're not gonna be riding. No, no. My bike's not built. Remember? I thought you were gonna take that mini bike. I, it's tempting, but it's not. It would be interesting. I'm pretty sure it's not street legal, right? I'm pretty sure that's true. The last one I saw on the side of the road was somebody pushing it, and they probably got in trouble by the police and were told they had to push it home. Yeah, that might be true as well. But uh, I think we've got a lot, uh, a lot to look forward to on that thing, and I mm-hmm. think it's gonna be. At the very least, this first year of racing is going to be a memorable experience and yeah. one of those don't-miss opportunities, at least for me. That's kind of how I'm chalking it up is this is one of those moments you don't pass up. It's a little yeah. bit of time involved, a little bit of effort, but it's really for what, you know, your cost-to-benefit ratio. There's so much benefits to doing it. And if it sucks and it turns out it's rough and, you know, the the cost to actually be fully competitive in place or anything like that be, shows up to be a $10,000 cost, then oh well. What? I'm just saying, a lot of these guys will end up running a lot of money into these bikes. I don't think so. Do you really think so? To be number one. When you hit number five with a little money, it's hard not to dump a lot of money to hit number one. We'll see. But we'll, we'll see, see what happens. I'm. That's what I mean. I, we'll, I'm. I, these are the things that I'm really... Just, I don't know. How many people are going to be there? I mean, this is a free event. Four guys going in on a motor... There was a couple hundred last year. There was a couple hundred. Okay. So there's going to be more this year, right? Probably. I'm just saying there's a likelihood. Let's say that we got 250. Who knows what there's going to be? So we got 250. The other thing is it that aids that is buying a bike between four guys is nothing for this. You want to get into this event... It, it's not a whole lot of money and you know two hundred dollars less than two hundred dollars a piece plus whatever your travel cost is and you're into going on this event and have a story of a lifetime so uh, i hope other people hear this and get excited about it too because uh i'm too excited and no i think it's gonna be awesome and we'll look forward to seeing everybody there i think it'll be uh a good run definitely come check us out we'll uh we'll be there yeah we're gonna have some we're gonna do some video i think that'd be interesting we will we should do a YouTube. We haven't done a YouTube yet. We need a YouTube. Do we? Yeah. Let's just buy YouTube. We're almost there. We're so close. <laughs> I mean, from zero to infinity is about the same as from 100 to infinity. Well, infinity and beyond, as Buzz would say. That's true. At Google prices, I'm sure that's about where it costs. Although the economy's having trouble, man. Remember, yeah. guys. Coronavirus. Coronavirus. That's unfortunate. It is. Even though, I don't, who knows what the market's going to be doing next week when this releases. That is true. We'll anyway, never know. I don't know. We'll never know. Are you predicting the future? Always. Okay. Nonetheless, thanks uh, Thanks for joining with us as we talk about the Gambler 500. Once again, we kind of really lose track at the end here. But I uh, appreciate you sticking with us. Check us out on Facebook, Slacker Moto Radio. 
sacramentoradio.com, the website, or of course our Patreon page for just dollar a month. You can really help us out, um, keep the lights on, and, and make sure that uh, some of these operating expenses, it's a little bit, doesn't all come out of uh, come out of our pockets. But uh, nonetheless, appreciate it. Hope everybody has an awesome week. Enjoy the good weather, and make sure that you uh, get these cobwebs off the bikes and get out and ride. And until next time, ride on. Mm-hmm.